Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 71, now at full power with all three members. Yes, we are feature complete today, let's say. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. I don't know. Curtis has still got some vacation brain, I think, but but we'll see. We'll I mean, see. There he goes with the right? cup at the start. There we go. See, vacation brain. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is what we're now calling... We did a little bit of a rewriting. We're doing some rebranding. The Independent Musician's Guide to Navigating the Dynamic Landscape of Production and Promotion. Today, we're talking all about the new Twitter competitor, Threads. That's by Meta or Instagram, Facebook, however you want to call them. And that was a request by our patrons. And this show is brought to you by our patrons. If you want bonus content, requests, tips, tricks, hangouts, uh, head to patreon.com slash audionautic. My name is Sun Warper, and with me today is Curtis. How are you? I'm good, man. It's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, yes. it's nice. Back in the seat. Yeah. Uh, fully, yep. fully back in. Yeah, there is a little bit of holiday brain, but it is good. It's nice. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I've missed teasing you, so I, I had to just start right out the bat. Also with us today is Eon Lake. How are you? And what was that? <laughs> Nothing broken here. I think the cats are causing chaos. Steve. Definitely Steve. Yeah. Steve, come on! Come on. Well, this last week. We talked about this, Steve. Come on! It's all right. We'll stick to you on yeah. that. Give me a second here. Yeah. I brought my um, stay-at-home brain with me today. Oh, is that a good or bad thing? Yeah, I couldn't possibly say. I'll leave that up to. Um... Well, just from that slow response, it could be a bad. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But Curtis, what are we up to today? What are we starting with? Uh, we're, well, we are going to go completely against the grain of what we normally do, and we're going to go straight to the Marketing Minute, where, as the title and your lovely introduction uh, has well, uh, given us, you know, it's always nice, um, <laughs> we're going to go straight in with the Marketing Minute. Yeah, um, threads. While I, while I came back to this notion that threads is now a thing. Um, yeah, you, you've missed quite a lot in just a week. It's kind of crazy. Go, you go away for camping for a week and you come back to the, and there's a new social media and it's like what the hell you know um but so anyway the real question we're talking today is is it really new well okay yeah. so that's what we're going to get into so we're going to start with that we're going to start with the marketing minute we're going to start with the threads we have a bit of a lowdown a breakdown lowdown breakdown all the it down um and then <laughs> can we do <laughs> a high down maybe i don't know <laughs> Right. <laughs> a mid down um and then we have some news and we have some round robin but we'll get straight into it because that's what Everyone else, our patrons here. Everyone, uh, Ben, do uh, yes, Abby. Let me, let me do this else? magic. Oh yeah, let's see. We got Ben do. We've got Shady Ridge, one of, another patron, enjoying the summer, taking a break from music. I always love that about Shady Ridge. We have an interview with him where we were talking about taking breaks, and it, I've actually tried to employ it. I mean, to the best I can, because I always want to be making music and stuff. Yeah. But it really does. Even just taking a day away can really recontextualize things for you. We've also got Lars in the chat, and we've got our label mate and patron, FCC. Mm -hmm. What's going on, FCC? Are you working on some new tunes? Let us know. And we've also got Abby, who is unfortunately stuck in a meeting, but we appreciate you being here nonetheless. I'm going to shut off this little banner. You all know what we're talking about now. Meeting and, uh, with us, her team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's nice to see. So yeah, the everyone here is our patron and thank you ever so much for joining us. Um, as we go to the show, if you are new to the show and you haven't seen it before, uh, this show is brought to us and carries on going because of our patrons. Uh, there's so much going on because of our patrons and we thank you ever so much. Um, so yeah, we can get, talk about more about that later. But for now, 
Hang on, where is my banner? I am a bit out of out of <laughs> I know that's why I had you covered with the intro one. Yeah, I got you covered. You. Don't yeah, worry. You. While you, you do that, let me just mention this is funny. FCC says Threads was a post-apocalyptic TV series from the 80s in the UK, so can't quite get over the name Threads. <laughs> Does that ring a bell, Eon Lake? No, but then you know, things that happened before two weeks ago really do with me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I was reading something that Threads was actually a previous name of an Instagram message app, and they just deleted it after a year or two, and then now they've rolled out this new Threads. It's no. actually in, I'll be talking about it, but it's actually in this, I feel so old school. I found this newspaper from my um, in-laws, and uh, it's all it's got Q&A all about Threads, but uh, one of the things they talked about was that it was a, a message thing from Instagram like a couple years ago, and they just deleted it. Tried to make everyone forget, and then they're like, "Here's threads, yeah. <laughs> all over That's again." So cool. <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, I like the a notion of it. I mean, <laughs> that we were we were delaying for. I mean, it's oh, on Slack. Hold on, Curtis. Did you find the banner? Did I find the banner? Yes, I have it here. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point, my friend, of this random tangent. <laughs> There we go. Now carry on. What what were you gonna say? Off I got topic? completely distracted by your uh, short story about your indoors, and I was just like, "Oh, that's a lovely story," and completely forgot that whole. The point perks of, that, of so living next door is you could get newspapers, right? Yeah. That talk I mean, about threads. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th you also, I mean, the word thread is like quite common in it. Like you get it on Slack, and you get it on Reddit and stuff like that. You got threads mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So I feel like they're kind of just there's even taking... there's even a thing on this one very uh unknown website called twitter where they do threads i don't know maybe uh, you haven't heard of it I've I've never got some. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> no what is what is i don't know i just heard somebody mentioning it once or something ah uh, anyway okay so uh we have this we do have this deep dive we do have this kind of like way we're going to take go through we're going to introduce mm -hmm. it we're going to talk about it we've got some uh news from uh missouri himself uh we're going to walk through the app we're going to talk about ways in which we can utilize it, whether it's going to be used for anything like that. Um, and so yeah, the main thing, start. as you saw in the title, is that we want to talk about this from the independent musician's perspective. Like, how can we use it? Should we use it? Is it worth using? We want to hear from all of you in the chat, in the comments, if you're watching back, if you're listening or watching on Spotify. Let us know in the question that's there. Have you used it? Have you tried it? Has it been useful? I asked a question on threads to see, but I've noticed some weird stuff with threads. We'll get into that at the end. We'll talk our anecdotal stuff. But first, Curtis, do you want to give a brief rundown of like what it is? Yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> well, it's what was to say it, it's in the sense of if it's very it's basically a Twitter with different fonts and different uh, icons, essentially. Uh, that's It's a platform based on your Instagram profile, which then turns it over, and instead of sharing video content, you're sharing words and sharing messages. And you've got a character limit of, I believe, 500. You've got Correct. a character limit of 500 characters, yeah. um, which is fine. So you can do double the amount of tweeting, um, pretty much. And then, and that's what it is. And it's, it's a way to verbally diarrhea what you're doing is as uh as a as an independent that's so eloquent, yeah, exactly. so eloquent. About, i do um, just oh go ahead Ian. like what about media attachments and you stuff? can you can attach yeah. media you can do links but we'll talk about it 
everything on this site is new. So algorithm wise, does it work? Doesn't it with all these different things? It's still mm -hmm. being figured out just really quick. Um, Meta, according to Meta themselves, they call this a new separate space for real-time updates mm -hmm. and public conversations. It's available in a hundred countries on Apple and Android stores, but it is not available in the EU due to regulatory concerns. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Yes, very much there. Okay. That's there. However, I am currently in the Czech Republic and yeah, there is a workaround. Oh, is that the workaround? Well, I is thought, aren't you using a workaround? Don't you have a VPN or something? No, literally, I just downloaded oh, it's working it off the for app you. Store. Well, yeah, maybe they so... changed it, but they've claimed that it it they have no plans to launch it. They told on July 7th in this newspaper, which is a couple days ago, they Meta informed Ireland's Data Privacy Commission that it has no plans yet to launch Thread in the EU. And then they said that that's partly probably due to EU strict data privacy rules. Which, yeah, GDPR. Which, hmm. Well... If they're no, if, it's, if it's if they're PR and if their understanding and declaration of what they're going to do is anything akin to the algorithm, then maybe it's not so reliable. But we'll get into that later. I being in the being in the EU, I basically downloaded the app on my on the Play Store. I have an Android phone, downloaded it, attached by my phone, the app itself found my Instagram account and then just added it and then instantly uh, requested to follow all of my existing yeah. followers on Instagram. That is there. And that is, that's, that's what. Yeah. Happened. And that applies to anyone. So the interesting thing, I guess you could call it cool is if you have Instagram, when you connect to threads, it pops up with a window that just shows everyone you follow that also has made a thread and you can just hit follow, follow, follow which is cool. But I've also noticed that despite that, a lot of followers don't seem to be seeing the thread posts you're making and things like mm. that. It, I don't know if people are just making thread accounts and then not going on it. You know, they're just like, oh, it's a new app and they make it. But it was something interesting I've noticed. I don't know, Curtis, if you've noticed that, um, though, that does bring up some of the stuff that we'll talk about that Adam Masseri is saying. Yeah. But um, do you have anything else you want to cover before we go to that? Uh, well, I just in a similar fashion, uh, just from my own usage. Obviously, I, I downloaded this on Monday, and we're now on Wednesday. I've been using it a lot less than you because I've obviously been away. But I clicked on it. I've downloaded it Monday, and then on Tuesday, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, there's this app." And so, yes, there was a little bit of a kind of, there was a little bit of a shake, and I've worked out that um, my first couple of threads or my first couple of uh, you don't call it a tweet what would you call it my thread first i think thread. Literally, you literally call it a thread. okay my first i think so i don't know thread thread post post people in the tweet. chat what would you call it let us know i mean quote not tweet tweet <laughs> um anyway uh we i put a couple out there your first couple got quite a few hits and kind of see it and then a couple more it seems to be time dependent right now. We'll talk about that in more bit more detail later, but it's there and it's it's it works. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've made different post types to kind of test things mm -hmm. out. And and the one that was the most successful was literally just the thread emoji. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like really? <laughs> I tried a video with no link. I tried a link. I tried a video with a link. And I tried um well, I just recently posted one asking for musicians and producers perspective on threads that we'll talk about at the end of this session. I think something that we should note, I mean, that's, we already kind of talked about, but this is a brand new app and uh, that's kind of good and bad. I think just, 
it's interesting because we're kind of at the start of this app. So it's cool in that way where we're seeing what it is. Everybody's kind of new, but the algorithm hasn't really figured it out. Nobody really knows what it's for yet. It's still being figured out. So I think that's something to keep in mind with all of these posts we're making to see what works, what doesn't. It's, it's a new thing and it seems very much like Twitter. It's very much like Twitter, but it may not be that, you know, it's still kind of being figured out. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still, I don't know about you guys. I'm still kind of in that mindset where maybe this is just me, but I'm in that kind of thing where it's like, we see a lot of these new social medias come up and we see a lot of these new ones that are born and incarnated. And in my head, just because it's meta doesn't mean anything. And I think like, it might just kind of go away. Well, don't forget threads version one that I mentioned yeah, came exactly. and went yeah. and, you know, so yeah, exactly. But okay. So that that's kind of where we're at as a baseline. This is what it is. This is what it's doing. It's new. And we're kind of exploring. We'll go with it. Let's get us. Oh, I think I lost you there, but. You there, yeah. Curtis? We lost you for a second. Yep, you're there. You're there. We got. I'd you. really like to keep you doing that for a bit. Yeah, longer. I know. I should have. I should have shut my mouth. Yeah, just just keep going. <laughs> this is more interesting than threads, honestly. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone. It's lovely to be here. Um, so uh, yeah, let's. I've got the. I've got the tweet. I uh, know. Not the tweets. I've got the threads from Nazari. Yes. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to put that in? Don't tell Adam that you've got the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, yeah let's yeah so thing. so we had talked about this in pay uh in the patron groups the twitter group about um that threads is very bare bones and missing things and then i saw these thread posts threads whatever you want to call it from adam Asari, the instagram head talking about this and he said with so many people joining threads so fast these last six days the team has been entirely focused on keeping the lights on and fixing bugs but we're starting to prioritize the obvious missing features like a following feed the edit button and post search. We're clearly way out over our skis on this, but the team is pumped to start shipping improvements this week. And there's a thread emoji. So you know it'll get a lot of traction because of the yeah, thread. Yeah, yeah. Can you go to the, the second one real quick? All go, right, yeah. second one. So I think this was actually the earlier one. I put these out of order, but it doesn't matter. I did probably. No, I, I put them in, so it was me. Uh, Trust me. I, I wouldn't take the credit, but I, I will this time. A hundred million people signed up for threads in five days. I'm not sure I could wrap my mind around the fact. It's insane. I can't make sense of it. Here's the part. The team has been busting their ass, but we know this is a race to the starting line. They say, make it work, make it great, make it grow. Well, we certainly did things out of order, but I promise we will make this thing great. So I, what I wanted to bring up, like I was saying, this is very early in development and it's missing a lot of key features. And I mean, this is just my own thinking but it really seems like there's a lot of negativity and talk around twitter right now and and new apps that are coming up like blue sky mastodon things i know mastodon's been around for a little bit but like apps that are kind of competitors and i think me personally i feel like they felt this was a perfect perfect time to get like goodwill by releasing it and so put it up way before it was ready and it's just very interesting how kind of bare bones it is and yeah, the engagement just seems off, like all kinds of stuff seems a little off about it. So yeah, we've got, Ian Lake asked a really good question in the chat. He was asking if anybody's using this yet and Frequency Control Center says not yet. Lars says yes, but I'm not too impressed. I echo that sentiment mm -hmm. and Shady Ridge says not yet. So um, yeah, but Ian Lake, what, what do you think? Have you opened this app at all yet? Well, no, I'm in Europe, which is yeah. um, European for Europe. <laughs> and uh 
Mm, yeah, apparently they're having to chew on on what the implications of European regulations about data and data retention and so on um, are going to be before. Uh, it sounds like they are planning to release it here, but they haven't. You know, it's another little feature that the, they haven't worked out in my region is how it sort of fits in with that law thing, you know, that we've got laws here. Yeah. Can, can I add a little context from this? This is the OC register that I have. Um, yeah. But but they they have an interesting part here. That one of the questions is, what are the privacy concerns? Hmm. And they say, threads could collect a wide range of personal information, including health, financial, contacts, browsing and search history, location data, purchases, and, quote, sensitive information, end quote, according to its data, data privacy disclosure on the App Store. So it sounds uh, like... The problem might be then. Yeah. Again, this is what a newspaper is saying in this paper is from July 7th, which yeah. I don't even know what day it is. It's the 12th. So it's a little dated, but, um, so in Europe, they have this thing called GDPR and there, there are a lot of regulations about the data that you collect has to be, um, specific to the purpose of the service being offered. It has to be no more than is required. It has to be kept for no longer than it's required. You have the right to correct. You have the right to delete. You have the right to be forgotten and various things like that. And from that description, if it is that broad, that's going to be problematic, particularly in places like Germany, where they're just not going to put up with that. But to shelve all of that, um, I mean, coming at this from a musician's point of view, why why do we want to use a social media platform? It's It's for reach, right? And if there isn't any reach, is there any reason to be doing it? I think you kind of touched on it a bit already in the sense that there is a bit of an early adopter bonus in some cases where, you know, you you can do quite well in an ag algorithm if you're picking up on the newest feature that they're trying to push and so on. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's also an argument that if it's not a fully formed thing and doesn't have an audience and all the rest of it, then to a certain point, to a certain extent, it doesn't have a use either from our point of view. I I hear what you I hear what you're saying. Basically, they're rolling out something before it's ready to be rolled out. Essentially, um, I'm being quite upfront about it, which is a, yeah, an equal amount that. refreshing and worrying. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah. also that they're kind of, I think that they're guessing or maybe a little bit off the mark about um, people's warmth towards the idea of more social media platforms i mean it's true there is a, a drive away from twitter at the moment people are getting fed up with it and rightly so but at the same time they're not sort of any more friendly towards social media and it's it, it's beginning to feel a lot like a chore well, that's a good one of the chats from FCC that I actually missed earlier. He says, what we really need is a brand new social media platform to manage <laughs> alongside the other 10. And yeah. that's a good point. And I, I, Curtis, I think you had something to add uh, to what Jan Lake was saying. But I just want to say one other thing that uh, this is owned by Meta, Facebook, Instagram, which is a company notorious for throttling artists and creative account exposure as soon as a honeymoon phase of something they roll out ends. Uh, and they make us pay for that exposure that we once got. It happened with Facebook pages. It happened with Instagram, just uh, being a creator, artist, or a business account on Instagram. They push ads. Of course, they're a business. They want to make money and stuff. But they roll out these things, which, oh, the algorithm's so good, which 
it hasn't seemed to be yet just to be fair but they roll out these things the algorithm seems great and then they're like oh you know we if you're a verified account that spends x amount a month you get this much exposure and if you do ads you can reach this many people i mean my facebook page i don't really use it it has 500 likes or something like that and when i post something it gets like 10 views and then yeah. they say oh you can reach 500 people if you spend 30 dollars." and it's like well there's already 500 people that like it so you're saying if i pay i can reach who i like or who yeah. likes my page like yeah so you've got 500 people who want to see updates from you and if you pay them money they'll let them <laughs> yeah basically. Like, what? yeah curtis did you have something you wanted to add I've just I want to come back to what you were saying about rolling it out before it's ready, which I, I, I completely get and I understand. I think I think that on the one hand there there is a kind of a, like you say, like there's almost like a political move in the sense that obviously Twitter's having all its drama right now. Okay. So oh that's me okay so since i'm really out of practice i only take a week off and suddenly things happen but so I, me... had to, I had to lower my microphone and it was <laughs> going to be like making noise and i was like yeah oh, you don't need to see me fiddling with oh, stuff fine, so. but okay so what have we seen since elon musk took over twitter we've seen twitter and then we've seen drama of twitter right mm. now we and that's become almost like a soap opera what's elon musk going to do today you know that kind of thing rate limits yeah, yeah, exactly, right. So the, and I don't think that, you were even here for that, were you? You were gone for the rate limit fiasco last yeah. week. Did you even? Yeah. You probably weren't even on Twitter. No, I wasn't last week. No, but I, I mean, I, was, I, I, I digested everything when I came back. Um, yeah, that was an interesting one. The the point I'm the point I'm making is so, on the one hand, this rolling this out early is a political move to kind of circumvent or not circumvent to undercut Twitter in their in their kind of dramatic days right or or they're getting in on the drama game and they're building their own soap opera and they're building their own drama where they're rolling this out and it's still in development and they're pulling everything they're like hey they're giving updates like oh we're going to do this today we're going to do that today we're going to do this come along for the ride which is not too different to kind uh, of like building a sort of community around it like hey we're the underdog here right yeah like, you know yeah. help us make yeah. this better and be involved yeah i mean psychologically that except they're anything but the underdog but yeah right but it's like the impression because yeah. it's like oh we're yeah, working yeah. hard yeah. you know we're, yeah. yeah yeah and this is i meta meta yeah they're huge they they their pr system and their marketing budget and people and everything are probably the best in the world there's no way that they would push i don't i don't believe that they would push this out without thinking about it i think that would be that would be pretty stupid they're they're rolling it out they're rolling it out early and then what they're doing is they're using that to kind of create more drama because now it's not about the using the social media it's about the drama surrounding the social media it's free pr and that's so we uh, kind of all just... have a different viewpoint there because i i kind of feel like they did it to catch on this trend right now of like we need to get yeah. off of twitter here we go but i see what you're saying it also works in the favor of like hey it's new we're making it with you like we're rolling it out help yeah. us make it better like be a part of it join you know and this and that hang on hang on I'm getting a I'm getting a vision coming through. It's oh. a boardroom. It's a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Three dots on it. Community <laughs> involvement. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's probably all those things. I think you're yeah. right. Or at least it started as one and then slowly spitballed or it enveloped yeah. into all of these yeah. sorts of things. Like, I think oh, there we, might we, be we, another we, dot on the bottom that said, you know, they've seen what Elon did and, and said we could do better than that without a run-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that. it's possible. All of these things, to a certain extent, to greater and lesser degrees, are probably motivating factors. And I think if you are going to launch a new one, I suppose now has to be the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of that, we have given, I guess, a bit of our opinion and, and topic or on the topic. But uh, I think we should do a quick walkthrough of what the actual app mm. looks like. In its current state, and today again, I already forgot what the date is. It's July. Let's have 12th. a look at it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's July twelfth, so things may be changing quickly because they're saying they're going to roll out updates. I don't believe, and I think the patrons have mentioned this. I don't think there's been any app update as of yet, and I could yeah. be wrong, uh, but it doesn't seem like it. It seems. I mean, I'm sure they're doing bug fixes and things like that, but it doesn't seem like there's been anything groundbreaking. Hashtags don't even work, things like that. So um, Curtis took a little screen recording of what's going on and we'll just show it real quick just so you can kind of see it seems like there's actually no desktop site yet you can view an account like a profile on there and see the interactions and stuff but you can't actually go to it seems like a threads page like a threads for you page or something uh which is another thing they probably need to add soon <laughs> curtis you have the video correct yeah i'll put it up here um so we can just yeah. see and then yeah, now this is vertical, so it's gonna look. Yeah, it. Well, poor Eon Lake. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> so yeah, this is Threads. You can see it. I, I wonder how many of these people are you even following? Probably not. Um, many. They're all. They're all. That's the thing. They're all people who I follow on Instagram. Oh, all uh, of these, because I have yeah. a lot that I don't follow that just pop up. And here you go. He's starting a thread, and uh, he's making one. Eon Lake's pointing to him typing. Thank you, Eon Lake. That's very that's very helpful. <laughs> so that he just makes a post. You can see that little link that it showed. Oh. That's or that little paperclip. That's where you can put a video, a photo, anything like that. And then you can put links. Links work like a hyperlink or whatever. Uh, but I don't know if it really helps with the algorithm there. So yeah. And again, these are all things that are still being worked out. It's just very early days for this website or for this app, I should say. Hmm. Any other context you want to add to it, Curtis, or Eon Lake, besides, you know, pointing? I was just thinking that I'd, I cannot think of another <laughs> Wait, you time. were thinking you can't think? Yeah, I can't think of a big thing. <laughs> they got you, face. man. <laughs> just consume <laughs> but, product. Put a giant uh, social media app over my face, I can't think. No, um, <laughs> I can't think of a company or anyone who has launched a product this half baked since you know those breadsticks you can since get that are -baked yeah. and you've you finish them <laughs> off in the oven. It's, uh, from a, I mean, on top of everything that we said, maybe it's a stroke of marketing genius, but also maybe it's a complete absence of pro product control, you know, quality control, um, and marketing. I don't know, it's really odd in that respect. So in terms of food, we've got threads as the oven, easy oven bake breadstick. What would you call Instagram, Eon Lake? <laughs> Instagram. Like microwave. Those shrinking things you used to get years ago, where it starts out big and you put it in the oven and it shrinks to something smaller and it's like, hey, look. <laughs> and like TikTok, that. what's that? Like a just a piece of candy? Yeah, yeah. It's a piece of candy that um, once you eat it, it crimes up into your brain and, and uh <laughs> 
takes all the information in there and transmits it to somebody really nefarious. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> I got dark real quick. <laughs> Oh, that dark, oh, dark I've missed you, Ian. Like it's been a, it's been a long <laughs> week for that. Yeah, yeah it's been a long week. Um, I think maybe we are vibing a little bit. We're all being together again. Eh? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's nice. But yeah. we we do have so after all of this, I guess I don't know if we'd call it negative talk about it. We do have some ways that we feel you could use yeah. it, should you want to use it, to incorporate it into your music for community building for promotion for anything like that if you're looking for another social media platform and even if you're not there is one thing and it's the first topic i'll bring up that you mm -hmm. can use it and we've talked about this yeah. before is lemonize your promotion so if you have a video you made on youtube or a live stream and you cut a vertical clip of it to be posted to tiktok to youtube shorts to instagram reels just put it on there all, all we're saying is just reuse content from other socials and take the maybe five seconds to copy, paste, and post. If you want to be on the site, it is early days, so it might be worth it. Curtis can talk more about that in a little bit. Um, and then the other one that I can think of is you could use this as more of a thought or text-based site where you could kind of do more of ideas you're thinking of behind the scenes type of stuff talking about maybe production woes or like curtis was having trouble with his webcam you know he could maybe talk like this webcam is not working blah 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 you know just just to kind of have an a different view of you so to speak you know yeah, something different to, purposes yeah yeah exactly yeah. if you want to spend more time on another site which i don't think most of us or the patrons do but someone watching may want to and so i just wanted to bring that up there is that way of use it for a different purpose so that there's a reason to go on it for you. Mm. Curtis, you have a couple. Do you want to care to share those? Yeah. Um, so we have, like you said, we've got the lemonizing, which I feel we're becoming a thing. We're pioneering. We just another t-shirt lemonize. Maybe we're just um, trying, but, but I like it. I think it works. <laughs> it makes sense. You know, just squeeze out all you can from a single piece of content. Exactly. Um, I think one of the key things that uh, sprung to my mind while I was using it is this notion of, the potential growth of it, right? Because it is going to grow. And then, and then yeah. it's going to decide that it wants to be a video-based uh, platform, and then it will compete with itself, and then it will just implode. Um, but then the uh, what I like, like, for example, you see on Twitter, for example, communities, which has gone kind of okay. And then you've got that kind of like voice uh, community, voice broadcasting. Broadcast, that's what it is, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, these These potential things are there right um and th but then having that integrated with your already traditional instagram that kind of meshing those two together were on one feed perhaps you know that kind of thing so instagram is in my opinion one of the better social medias for independent musicians purely because of the visual aspect of it i know a lot of people like twitter i personally just use instagram because i post i like a lot of photos i like taking I photos thought you were all about tiktok honestly i was uh, i mean only only in my second life so um <laughs> but the, the uh but yeah so these if you're into instagram this way kind of that potential integration moving forward could be really useful should it come that way um that was kind of where I was getting of it as well, which also allows for things like batching content. And we talk about lemonizing content. And we talk about batching content. Where, mm. Okay, so instead of instead of putting all your content in all different places, just doing it, sending it to one place, so it goes everywhere. That's mm. also quite useful if you want to spend less time on social media. Mm -hmm. um, 
as well as that is um early access in a way or uh what's it what's it called like um early adoption early adoption you're in it at the start yeah Mm. so there's the potential for your content to be seen by more people so you know theoretically theoretically (laughs) when they work out the algorithm (laughs) you have this notion where you can uh you can be seen by more people or because you're an early adopter you might get more of the funneled kind of interaction with people and therefore you would grow bigger and better as a result which we have seen people do i mean the tiktok star is now classic you know people who are early adopters of tiktok um you know pewdiepie who was an early adopter of youtube is now one of the big or was one of the biggest youtube stars mm-hmm. ever you know that kind of thing and yeah. um before everyone comes to it and before it's swamped you can do like that Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um that those were what spr- that's what sprung to mind with that for me. Yeah, that's like do I'm you have like. anything? But that's all really good, Curtis. Yeah, that's yeah. Totally right. Thank Definitely. you for that. Maybe it is just worth a punt just on the fact that it's new, it could take off. Mm-hmm. I wonder over time how it's gonna differentiate itself from Instagram. I'm thinking about this not not as a um a casual user of social media, but for someone who it's supposed to be a t- tool. Oh, I think we lost you there. I lost you, Ian. Like, are you still there? Oh, that's a great freeze frame, actually. Hold on. Everything went missing for a bit. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I zoomed in on your freeze frame for, for a second so right. everyone could see your focus. Ah, right. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 what was I saying? <laughs> Well, before while you think of that, compose your thoughts. I want to bring up this comment from Lars. He says, the initial launch of the first Destiny was roughly the same amount of half-baked. Are you referring to the video game by Bungie, Destiny? Because, oh, man, right. that was half-baked. That was, that was an interesting time. But they turned that one around, at least until Destiny 2. But maybe people disagree with me. I, I lost interest with the second one. But uh, I mean, if that's what you're talking about. Anyways, Ian, like, do you have your your thoughts? Yeah, I was I was thinking over time, how's it going to differentiate itself from Instagram itself as a tool um, for somebody who's a creator as opposed to a casual user? You know, mm-hmm. a tool is supposed to be something that's easy to use that gives you some sort of functionality or some sort of reach, enables you to do something easier. Um, or you know, is it a watering down of a product to to sort of you know, or <laughs> on the third hand. Um, is it something that's going to need to be folded back into Instagram to turn it into a, a whole different platform there? That um, does bring up something I wanted to mention. And I, stop me if I did mention this already, but a patron brought this up, that if you make a Threads account, you cannot delete it unless you delete your Instagram account. Uh-huh. So just keep that in mind. That's dystopian. Interesting. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah, well, maybe that plays into the whole half-baked rollout is they just threw it together and, and didn't have all of it. Yeah, yeah. and in. I think the thing is, I mean, it's fair to say that as a musician <laughs> or a producer um, or a content creator in general, I think that your attitude to whether or not this is a good thing is going to be a decision. And it's going to be a decision based on a number of different factors as well, how much of a pain it is, maybe even on the data side versus what it gives you, you know, so... Really, I think everyone's going to be weighing it up for themselves, whether or not they fancy taking on, you know, a new social media versus, you know, the potential gains of doing so. 
So I think really for the people listening, we probably just want to call out all the potential pros and cons so that they can make a, a better decision themselves. But ultimately, that's what it's going to be, isn't it? Yeah, and honestly, especially as all these new and new ones keep rolling out and the user bases get divided and things like that, I I personally think it's best to focus on one or two and really spend your time or what time you allot to just that one. And then if you want, like what Curtis and I do with the lemonizing, just post that, even if it's not proper for that site or something, you know, like if, mm. if it's not video based, of uh, the website's not video based or something, who cares? Just post it there. So it's there. You have a presence. So anybody that does want to follow you does, and you don't really have to worry about it. And like survey channel in the thread, uh, in the comments, not threads is saying threads may be the final nail in my social media coffin. So yeah. No. Yeah, I, I agree. And even, even Lars says, don't leave us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's like my thinking. I've been taking less and less time on social media and maybe that's not the best way to use social media if you're trying to grow on there or something, but post, take a minute to respond to comments. If you take maybe five minutes every other day to just view the people that you're friends with or, you know, the hashtags you follow, whatever the threads, there are no hashtags, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just do that very minimum and then move on. At least you're covering that ground if you can stomach even that much. And if not, then maybe just use something like I think it's later where you could just post everything on that and never have to interact. You know, you can still have a presence without being very present. And again, it won't be the best performance because of that. But, you know, it's just a middle ground if you don't want to completely just leave from it. Curtis, you're, you're deep in thought there. Well, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to think of best practices in terms of where this can take us out. I like personally. I like the text-based medium, right? Mm -hmm. The I used to use Twitter a lot back in the day, and then Instagram came along, and I moved to Instagram because ooh, photos, it's shiny, you know. <laughs> um, and but and then but since obviously since starting Audio Nautic and taking Curtis more seriously, I've kind of gone back to Twitter, and I kind of hedge between the two now, mostly on Instagram, but also a bit of Twitter. And I like the notion that I can now do a text-based thing on Instagram. Basically, this is just text-based Instagram. I sort like of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I think the, I think the potential is there. The UI for Instagram, I much prefer over Twitter anyway, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm more inclined to go and do that right now in its inception with the algorithm the way it is and the fact that I'm having again to kind of do all that kind of, yeah, you have to do all that stuff in order to kind of get anywhere. I'll be like, yeah, I'll wait for you to sort out the algorithm. But it doesn't mean the potentiality is not there. That's where I'm kind of definitely, sitting. In that regard. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I was just talking, if you're more on that, oh, I don't need another social media platform or something. There are mm. ways, if you think it's important you're on there, to kind of use it without being on it all that much. Mm. But yeah, it's interesting. And that's the thing. Like, I don't really like the text-based. I'm much more of like, I make videos. I like to share those mm. of like performance and stuff like that. So that that's it like when i first opened threads i was like i can't think of a single thing to say you know like what what so i just posted a video of a jam or something and i was like this is who i am and that's what i'm gonna be on there like yeah. i'm gonna be authentic to myself not what i think mm -hmm. some social media platform wants or whatever because i don't care <laughs> like i'm yeah. just i just want to be on there to see what it's like and to let all of you on adsn know but you know it's always good to be who you are on it so yeah, yeah. And I think that's what comes down to the crux. I think that's a really good 
point to make and a really good point that should go further like this is a tool like we keep saying this is a tool and it's it's there is a trap and a temptation to start playing another game uh, another algorithmic game so to speak but truly what the only thing that matters is the authentic expression of oneself on social media yeah. so what i really like about asf stripe on twitter he's it's the the way he the way he talks it's not always related to his music or what he's up to or anything like that you know it's just his musings on the day to day and that's incredibly authentic and it's incredibly um warming i suppose and the the notion of not getting trapped in that social i i, I empathize with what survey channel said about it being a final nail in the coffin for for social media it's just it's another one is it going to stop me from uh just being who i am on social media no not at all does it mean that i have to I'm, I'm, I, again sort of going down that rabbit hole of okay i share i share my music and i share my videos and stuff on instagram itself but you know i've got a lot in my head at least i think i have some pretty good ideas about things and other things you know and so that gives me a platform to do that you know and the there is an aspect in avenue and that is just gonna be me sometimes it's it's like i say sometimes oh, oh steve steve threw up again after eating breakfast yesterday oh that was funny you know that kind of thing and uh, yeah he eats too quick yeah he does he's he yeah. too quick he's far too quick bro. that's what my like, dog does too obi they just scarf it down and then they're like wait why am i throwing it back up <laughs> feral animals will always be feral um yeah. but yeah so this is again it's a i think it is a good opportunity to find one's authentic expression through another medium and i think that's really important especially when it comes to uh as we move i think as we're moving into kind of like a post post social media world in that sense where authentic expression is the only form of expression that will be acceptable playing the algorithmic game i think more and more people are seeing through it so i think this is a good opportunity to reassess what people want to say and what how that can both allow you to express yourself and then coming back reinforce your personal brand so to speak yeah the other thing too with this chasing the algorithm is is it worth it because what are those people they're just clicking on a video that's recommended mm. to them and then they they like it and they go past it i've mm. had a video that that we did with audionautic about um uh, the bruja hazer app that noise app and every day it gets like 50 to 100 mm. likes and it i've maybe gotten what's that we went viral for the first time yeah and it's maybe gotten 15 20 followers and i've like i don't think any of those have been people who have become fans or anything like that like is it worth it i don't think so and i'm not trying to chase that like oh i got to make a video just like that again because you never even know if a video will get on it again it's all just a luck thing but but it doesn't really amount to anything the the real point is to actually make true connections like what i made with curtis and eon lake like we met through the internet. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I forget exactly how we came. I think it was just through, you know, Twitter shares and stuff. And we messaged yeah. with Eon as a guest on the early Audionautic. Um, Night speed, God rest but, but Curtis and I met through hashtags on Instagram, like, you know, hashtag uh, live performances, because he was doing those GoPro videos, which I really miss and still hate that he stopped doing them. And then I was doing like I'll jam videos and stuff. And then we started collabing and all that. So it's like, that's what really matters. And, mm. and beyond just friendships, it's like making true connections as, as fan and artists, things like that. Like, that's what you want to build. Mm. Um, so yeah. Not and so. yeah, Survey Channel, you're right. He says you can deactivate it. You can't delete it. That's the difference. Yeah. Without deleting yeah. your 
Instagram account. Sorry if I said deactivate earlier. I did mean delete. So thank you if if that's a that's a good correction if I made that mistake. Um, anything else? There's one thing other that I want to share, but anything else from you guys? Well, I mean, at risk of uh, straying too far into the round robin, um, I don't know. We've strayed. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I I made a decision a while ago that I, I'm kind of not I, not in the in the not going as far as server channels. Kind of, I'm done with social media. I'm just I'm done playing that algorithmic game. So like mm-hmm. making a thumbnail, for example, which has always got my face on, for example, and or having like those quick. Um, keyword searches and stuff like that i'm just i'm less interested in that we we it works and it it, it we do it for, to, to a degree with audio nautic because that's kind of it fits that niche but what i do with my stuff on my live streams and with my work it doesn't really fit that and i'm okay with it mm. so like the thumbnail i made for my live stream that i'm gonna do uh, after the show um it's it's just this little trippy thing that i made and it's art it's just art and it's, it's not going to fit any algorithms it'll probably be seen by six people and that's okay and um, I'm, I'm quite happy with that you know I'm, I'm just kind of moving into that kind of game i suppose if that makes it if, if you want to call mm-hmm. that a game and i think with threads coming in to link that back to threads i think that's kind of like that feels like a right decision for me to do for now i don't think i don't know if it'll always be the case maybe if i become if i do this full time again maybe that'll be a different shout but Threads has given me the ability or the the idea that, you know, I don't have to just talk about my music. I don't have to just kind of promote my music. I can interact with the community in something different. You know, I can talk about other things and talk about the things that I enjoy. It doesn't have to necessarily be all about that, that kind of thing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good point. I was was thinking as you were saying that, that, I mean, if you're looking for people who will be interested in what you do because of, you know, it's unique to you, then why would you not put all the effort that you can into being as authentic as you can? Because it's your only real selling point is the fact, you know, that you are you and your unique blend of interests, tastes, whatever is, you know, your unique selling point. So, yeah, I mean, you can try and be like other things and try and be popular or you can just try and be try and do things your own way but in to my mind all the great creators and so on the the some of their greatness is is to do with the fact that they just do things their own way because that's what they want to do and that's what i like about them you know so why not why not the worst that could happen is no one's interested but i mean we're doing this for love not for props yeah, yeah. that's a good way of doing it that's a good way of doing it um is there any more on that i'd like to know what the community yeah. think uh what people in the chat are thinking people watching back on spotify and on apple music where there are more people every week it's really exciting uh, yeah really if exciting. you are listening like leave a like if you got some value or a star rating whatever you want to call it on your listening platform it helps a ton so if you got some value do that if you're watching live and you're getting some value or watching this back on youtube hit that like bit button, hit the subscribe. It helps a ton. We're always trying to reach new eyes and ears. Yeah, very much so. I um, do have one thing I want to share, though. I posted yeah, a yeah. thread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what you call it, a thread, right? I guess yeah, it's we're gonna yeah. that. So I posted a thread asking musicians and producers on threads how they've been using threads and if it's become a fixture in their sort of social media presence. And... Um, I think, did you have a pulled up, Curtis? Yeah, you do, right? That's that. Okay. 
So we've got a couple. So Richard Griffith's music says, so far it's been just as useful as Twitter, which I haven't been able to respond to any of these yet. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Like that, that's a very, that could go either way in my opinion. Like if Twitter's uh -huh. not working for you and then it's as useful as Twitter and that it's not. If it is, then I mean, it is. Yeah, and, uh, potential for sarcasm there, but it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to tell. And that's the issue with text-based stuff, I suppose. Yeah. Right? Is that there's no, you know, there's no like little sarcastic thing at the end saying like, you know, haha or something. And then Lars, who's actually in the green room uh, with his Fringes account said, posting here regularly, but it needs a lot of work. That's our take on threads. Let us know in the comments in the mm -hmm. chat what you're thinking about it. Have you been using it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? But now we are back to a little bit of gear news. You know, we can't go an episode without gear news. And Curtis brought this one to the table. So I'll let him intro it and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so well, we all know that we, <laughs> we all know how Behringer enjoy making clones. Uh, um, and this is interesting because Behringer have made it a, a piece of gear, which actually is a clone of multiple synthesizers all in one, just in case you didn't have enough clonage <laughs> already. Uh, really interesting. Um, so <laughs> uh, they've got, uh, this is the BX700, um, which is, uh, is a drum machine and it's a mini, mini synth. And oh, let me share it. Sorry, I didn't see it popped yeah. it up there. It's okay. Uh, it's absolutely okay. Um, Just scroll up real quick so we can see the uh, the actual picture. Yeah. I mean, aesthetic. It's kind of lush, isn't it? It's kind of nice. That keyboard uh, reminds me of the, uh, is it the Micro Freak? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, so you can see they've got the keyboard involved and they've got the step sequencer in there as well, um, which yeah. I find quite interesting. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's kind of nice. Kind of nice in that regard. But it is, it's a clone. They've got, uh, it's got the, based on the DX7, uh, and the CX, and the CX, yeah, um, and it has it's basically three synthesizers in one, uh, essentially. Um, it's not released yet, this is what they're going for. Um, it's a DX7 on steroids, it's got a CS80 analog filter and a drum machine built into so a drum machine, DX7 and a CX80, which. <sighs> Again, uh, another another clone from Behringer, which uh, Sunwarp and I were having a very rather intense discussion about it last week. Um, no, on Monday even, not even last week, on Monday, um, about this kind of market of low-end synthesizers coming in because um, no one else is doing it in that regard. Um, and I did like it for this time. We've got this one comment from this guy called Larude here. They've run out of synths to rip off. So they're having to do something new. It's weird, but it also looks like a fun little box. But at the same just... time, I mean, it is still ripping off synths, right? Yeah. DX7 on steroids with a CS. Accelerate the program somewhat by, you know, doing three and one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just, now they're just putting all their clones into into one place yeah. and everything like that. And the on the one hand, yes, uh, Behringer, another ripoff, another, another clone, another one. You know, they're not making anything new and they're always quite controversial. Whenever we talk about them, there's always that debate over the ethical practices of cloning synthesizers and making cheap versions of it. Very fair, very valid, good point. But at the same time, uh, we've seen from like Mo, for example, where these big boutique expensive synthesizers are just not kind of as successful as they once were. The market's not there. The market has changed since that point. You know, they've got lots of 15, 16 year olds making their first beats. They can't afford $2,000, $3,000 synthesizers. And this is a lovely way to allow that creative expression without 
uh, breaking the bank, so to speak. Yeah. So there is there is that involved, and this this is this is three synthesizers in one. This looks quite nice, you know. Yeah, and I think it's it's a bit of a simplification as well. I mean, people talk about the market like it's one thing, but I mean, in reality, there are several markets here, aren't there? I mean, yeah. you know, people who want boutique synthesizers are not necessarily going to be buying budget small things you know but sometimes you do overlap i mean I've, i'm a customer in both regards and i still like little boxes groove boxes that will fit on a tabletop or are easier to take live mm-hmm. or in a field or whatever as we've discussed before so um yeah i mean there is a, there's always a market for something and it, it's it's the fact that there are lots of different markets and different entry points that keep these things alive I must admit, though, I never thought if only I had a, a CS80, a DX7, and a drum machine in one box. You didn't even know you needed it, but now you yeah. need yeah. it. I mean, there might be people out there that go, at last. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything I needed. But I guess it's got- small as well. I mean, it looks small, and it does yeah. multiple things. I, generally, I think that's probably a good thing as long as they're done well and it doesn't break. Mm, this is like I think you said it the other day somewhere about your Behringer that you've got there for example which is a clone mm-hmm. and it's cheap as anything but it, it works and it's pretty similar to well, it's not cheap as anything it was like 300 bucks that's cheap for a synth but it's not cheap as anything Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, the the point stands in that regard is that it's almost similar to the classic synthesizer it is in its own right yeah and, yeah, and we've we've talked about this before where, I mean, maybe this is just you and I being guitarists, right? And coming from the whole, like, Fender, Squire, Gibson, Epiphone, or I should probably flip those around, Squire, Fender, Epiphone, Gibson, where it's like you can get these lower-end beginners-type guitars that have concessions and things like that, but they are clones and owned by the company that makes, like, the Gibson Les Paul or the Fender Stratocaster. Yeah. Like, the coveted instruments are there, and if you have the money, you can buy that and you get or you should get like really good quality but if you're a beginner or you need to spend less at the point or something you can get these lower tiers and then what's also cool is like fender will make a lower end made in mexico or made in uh i forget where else they make it but they make these lower end stratocasters that are slightly less and then so there's like all these different tiers to get to you know the premium model and sometimes you don't really need it or it's not really worth it but um I always wish that it, these synth companies could do that too. And it's like Moog kind of has that market where they have these cheaper analog replicas of these synths that people want, which are either very high end and are still being made or are vintage synths that are on the secondhand market for thousands of dollars. And then you get these for like 300 bucks. So I would love to see these companies make these lower end versions and then offer these high end models like a guitarist yeah. and, and Roland kind of does to their credit with these digital virtual analog boxes but like like i was saying to curtis in that conversation he's referring to like i wanted the analog sh101 not a virtual analog little box that has no keyboard you know and those are cool they sound great and stuff they're polyphonic which is great but like i wanted this to be a fixture on my desk and um and it's like they could they could have these tiers they could have a plug-in that's the lowest one but has a lot of options, but it's all digital and on your computer, they could have the little digital box, then they could have a lower end analog model and then the high end model. That's like yeah. what I've always wanted to see. Yeah. yeah. 
complaining. Sorry for um, the tangent, but you brought it up, and I wanted to. Yeah, 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 it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, Ian Lake, what are you going to say? I just think, uh, yeah, I mean, you got you get these uh, smaller, cheaper things. You sell more units of them, and you make your money that way, or you make some really fancy thing that costs the earth, and you only sell a few, and and that's mm. the intention, right? That's the business model. There's room for all of this, surely. Yeah, uh, democratization synthesizes synthesizes for every man of every exactly. and yeah. cat. for the people for the people you know synthesizes for the people for all um, that should be the motto that we, <laughs> we have moving forward synthesis for everyone that'd be a good nice way of going forward um, but yeah um, there's not much on the gear front there is there was just after we um, just after we solidified so to speak our um docket for the week uh, cherry audio had a very interesting uh release. yeah and there's also a new one from audio kit the ios app yeah they do um, they did the retro synth that we covered and king of fm and they've got a new one king of bass that looks really cool yeah so we're going to be talking about that yeah i figured you would <laughs> <laughs> um so there's a lot of things going on there but if there's anything that you guys have seen uh, either listening back or in the chat or anything like that. What's taken your fancy this week? We'd like to see what you've been interested in. It was quite a slow week for for gear and stuff, but let us know if there's anything we've missed. Um, we will be hopefully talking about Cherry Audio a bit more next week, um, and, as well as Audio Kit, but we'll have to see for that one. Yeah, yeah. And um, now we can move quickly to the last bit, which is the round robin. And I'll let Curtis explain it. Um, but I just also want to say, let us know what your take is on threads and all this. And, and if you want us to cover more things like this, deep dives into certain social media, uh, practices for it, things like that, let us know. I totally just bumped my desk. So my whole screen jolted, sorry for that, but, uh, just keeping you on your toes, you know, Curtis is helping yeah. out right there, <laughs> but yeah, let us know if you like these kinds of topics. This was a patron request. A lot of our patrons wanted us to cover this app. Um, so yeah, we always want to help our patrons and, uh, figure this stuff out for ourselves and for everyone. It's just interesting. Mm. But Curtis, what is the round robin? Because we didn't have well, one last week, so we we, we missed it. Well, uh, the round robin is that very, in, in my humble opinion, uh, is the epitome of that notion of Together We Grow. Um, it is that discursive uh, section of the show where we bring a topic uh, for discussion. And as musicians peer-to-peer, we discuss it and give our thoughts, see where we're at, share our ideas in the hope that there is some tidbits of information for uh, anyone listening to take away, learn from, grow, and do something like that. So we might talk about gear, we might talk about mixing techniques, we might talk about marketing, we might talk about existential crises of the self when it comes to artistic expression of the soul. Or even our favorite kick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. And I got <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the dichotomy um, of man, right? I guess <laughs> exactly everything, big, small, everything to do with the production process. It's about it's a forum for us to share and to discuss things as a group. And and this is also the time uh, where our patrons are welcome to come on and hang out with us and share their tidbits on this and their opinions. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today? Because there actually is a really interesting comment in the chat that I want to share to start it. But but you brought this to the table, so bring it up, mm -hmm. and then I'll I'll start us with that. 
Well, uh, this is what I call uh, a state of the field uh, show, uh, a state of the field. I, I do these in my own little uh, production. I just kind of see where the land lies. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm not trying to discuss anything. Or Sorry, I'm not trying to kind of advance any notion of any idea. I just want to see where everyone is at, mm -hmm. just so we can get this kind of like almost like a list and a, this idea of kind of where everyone's sitting in their, in their idea. Um, and to move forward when you've got a collective. It's like getting a de deck of cards and just throwing it onto the Vegas table and going, have at that, let's have a look at all of that. Let's have a look at all 52, you know. So seeing as we've had the growth or, of social media, we have another social media platform thread that obviously we've been discussing. Um, I just wanted to get a, a state of the field for everyone's kind of demeanor um, or everyone's kind of current position when it comes to the social media, quote unquote, game. There is, uh, I know that there are some people who are doing, uh, who are playing the algorithm games. There are other people who are leading like survey channels kind of uh, doesn't know where he's going with that kind of thing. But I'd like for us to all kind of vocalize as much as we can and much as we're willing to, just to see where we're at. If anyone, this is the reason for this is for anyone who's um, a bit lost in the social media game, trying to find their space, trying to find authenticity in their expression. Maybe they can find it together. Maybe they can yeah. find it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what I wanted to bring, it was another point. It's not exactly one-to-one -one on this, but I just wanted to go back to that whole viral isn't really worth it. And Survey Channel mentioned that my viral post about finding a Casio SK-10 at a thrift store amounted to nothing. And I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of probably where kind of all the sentiment we've been sharing about social media and things like that uh, would be. And yeah. um, I want to also, Lars is in the green room, one of our patrons, and I want to get his take on where he's feeling social media, both as an artist and then as a blogger. So Lars, I'm going to pop you on in here. How's it going, oh, Lars? that's blue. Oh, I love that blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> is it is it nighttime or are you just like thriving in darkness he's in, today? He's in his cave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you're muted. Is I, your mic on, Lars? It's not muted. We've got no audio. Yeah, got no audio right now. It's not the plus 48 volts thing, is it? He says one moment. Yeah. All right, well, let's start with Eon Lake then. Eon Lake, what is your take on this? Where, Where's your was it state of the field, as Curtis said? Yeah, right. I think it's Can you hear me? Fair. Yeah, yes. we got you. Yeah. We'll get to you in one sec. Cool. Yeah, uh, I think it's fair to say I've let things slide a bit. You know, <laughs> I'm on Twitter mainly, I do post major events <laughs> to various platforms but yeah i think over the years there's a little bit of personal disenfranchisement with it but i think it's more just not wanting to overpost, not wanting to overshare um and feeling like i mean i've been very time constrained and i want that time to go towards music and the exploration of music and the journey and mm. I'm being a bit lazy in that regard, really, because, I mean, it's it's the easy thing to do. It's the fun thing to do. And it's all these other things that maybe aren't so much fun, but are useful and maybe part and parcel of it all. Um, I've, I try and keep the social media social, you know, i.e. following people, seeing what they're up to, seeing what's going on, seeing what gigs I need to get to and things like that. But, yeah, and... I'm not a poster boy for how to do social media in any way. And I will ramp things up when I'm about to release something and so on. So 
at least my accounts will, if you're interested in knowing what I'm doing, that stuff is on there. You know, it just might be a bit spaced out and so on. But, um, you know, it's something I plan to come back to and do more of. I want to do more videos of just, you know, the process and, you know, actually doing stuff live rather than this is something I already did sort of mm. content. But, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly by no means. I'm a good measure of how not to do it if you want to check my um, social media accounts out. I'm still waiting for your live set to go up. I mean, I've yeah. got it. You sent it to me, but but the people need it. All right. Well, yeah, it will be going up. It seems difficult. I would like that yeah. as well. If, yeah. If they're going up, yeah. Well, um, like me. But that in its own right, that in its own right, you say okay, you say you're not the poster boy, but like that is a very decent way of doing social media. That is a perfectly fine and ready piece yeah. of social way to do social media. Do things. It's still very much release it come up. Yeah, and it's very authentic, and that's fair enough in its own right. Lars, what about you? Where's your, where's everything lying for you in terms of social media, both as the artist and then as the blogger? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let me answer that in two parts, actually. So yeah. as a blogger, I love social media. It has been really great. Like, I've been able to get, like, so much more exposure for the blog, and I feel a lot more comfortable sharing stuff. Because at the end of the day, I'm just sharing other people's stuff and trying to give air to like what other people are doing. Oh, so that's really there, Lars. We got some some real heavy static from you. Oh no, your microphone is like tripping. <laughs> oh great, well, this is wonderful. <laughs> that's okay. It's all right. All right. It's all right. Okay for Can now. you hear me any better there? It's okay yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Is good now. All right. Cool. Yeah. Damn. All right. So yeah, like I was saying, as a blogger, I love social media. I've been able to reach, like really expand my reach quite a bit. Um, hi, hon. <laughs> I've been able to really expand my she's reach. Like, who quite are you a talking bit. to? <laughs> oh yeah, I know my wife. She's like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I've been able to expand my reach. And at the end of the day, I feel really comfortable as a blogger using social media because at the end of the day, I'm just sharing other people's things. I'm really trying to give air to like what other people are doing out there. Yeah. So, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all of it been super useful for that. Um, as an artist, I hate social media. I hate it so much because <laughs> it's just the feeling of like you make something, you know, you actually put like a whole bunch of effort into it. You put it out there and it's just like you get like barely any response. Right. Mm -hmm. Compared to like, like, for instance, on my blog on TikTok. I've literally just making been making these short little uh, comp together videos of like the reviews I do and like putting it with the music and all that. And they're getting like hundreds of views and at least several likes on each one. But, you know, I put something out there. It's just like, oh, well, I have some new music coming out. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. There kind of has to be like yeah. they always say is like a story around it or something to generate that kind of I mean, it, it's a bummer. But it does kind of make sense if you're just like, you know, here's music. It's like, well, I need a reason. I'm, I'm not saying me, but like someone maybe like I need a reason to like latch on to it. Whereas right. with the blog, I guess it's also like kind of building that, that community. And, and that is the story. And you're sharing the story of an artist. Right. So, yeah, it's, that's really interesting that the two different takes, because it, it makes complete sense. You know, like the the and also that whole like your own personal 
like as a blogger, you love to share stuff and you love social media. But then when it comes to you having that, it's it's interesting. Curtis, what about you? What's your I know you've kind of already shared it, but what's your lay of the land right now? State of the field, as you say. Yeah, just to expand on what I was saying before, it's the um, a lot of a lot of a lot of the, the face-to-face stuff I do or the, the weekly stuff I do is through Audionautic. Like when we share on Audionautic and when we do this and when we do like uh, binary stars and stuff like that and we do stuff for the patrons and stuff like that. And that is what I, in a similar way to Lars, that's what I really get a kick out of because that's building mm-hmm. that community. And that's kind of where I want to put my effort when it comes to social media. The stuff that I make and the stuff as Curtis Again, I've kind of come to that notion of. I mean, I'll do. I, I do like promote. I'll do promotional campaigns in a similar fashion to Eon Lake when I have a release coming out and things like that. But the week in, week out grind in inverted commas, where like I'm trying to hit all the right keywords and algorithms. I'm just. I. It, it takes a lot for me to. For, I mean, I do half. I do half the work for Audionautic, and that's already too much for my tiny monkey chimp brain. And then, so to then to take that and put that in my own work as well, it's just a bit much. When again, similar to Eon Lake, if I've got an hour, I want to be creating, I want to be doing that. Um, and so, but also, I want it to be an honest expression. Like, there's lots, and we don't see it and we don't talk about it as much, but there are lots of YouTube channels, for example, which they don't post exceedingly often, but when they do, it's absolute gold example mm-hmm. um exturbia is the channel that springs to mind with that one exturbia is an absolutely fantastic youtube channel where he posts like once every couple of months but everything he makes is gold and it's beautiful and it's magical and it's one of a kind and i'm not exturbia by any stretch of the imagination but that's kind of where i want to kind of head in that direction you know like i said so like the artwork that i make the thumbnails that i make for my live streams i want that to be a true authentic expression of what i want to do as opposed to my face going and then kind of there's nothing wrong with that it's just that's i've done i do that for audio nautic and i do that and i'm I'm comfortable with that because i'm promoting essentially this community do you think it's the the blogger artist thing like lars is saying it's the same thing yeah as for, for my I, my, the, my, for example, my latest thumbnail for my live stream after this show is uh, is this woman sitting on a toadstool in the middle of a in the middle of an enchanted forest, and that's trippy and that's kind of nice and it's like it's cute, you know. And I, I kind of like that, and because that also means that once a week in my own creative workflow, in once a week I'm forced to sit down, go through pixels and pixabay and all that stuff and cut things out and make a collage and stuff. I got out of that habit recently. So, like, I want to get back into that. So that's kind of using it in that regard. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I'm at. Oh, you're Lars muted, Lars. I swear I know how to use technology. I promise. <laughs> um, it's all right, man. Don't worry yeah. about it. Uh, no, but I had a question for Curtis. Um, do you ever feel like with Audionautic and then, like, the music you make, like, there, you're feeling that, like, definite comparison between, like, making art and making content? Yeah. Um, yeah, there is that there is that definitive notion. And I'm very, uh, very comfortable. Like, for example, for when we had FCC on for, for his album, I was very comfortable taking his art and making content because I wanted to give that the best platform or we wanted to give it the best platform that we could. 
So some will put all his all his energy into the into the mastering. I put all my energy into like into the social media, like the, the reels and stuff like that. Because mm. that was to elevate and give an expression to the artistic uh piece. And I like doing that. I like serving. It's like Dharma, I suppose, in that in that regard. But then when it comes to mine, mine is the art and I and it's in a similar vein of like putting it out there, I get a little bit, I told you like when I had the interview with you, when it comes to me, like I'm at, so, 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 I put my album out and I'm like, because uh, it's just, it's to me, that's not who I am. I'm not authentic. I'm not someone who shouts about me. I'm, I'm someone who tends to shout about, I know I'm saying a lot of eyes and that's <laughs> ironic, but like the generally speaking, not someone who likes to shout about my own work. I want people to kind of find it for themselves because I'm just a, I'm just an alien spaceship. And I don't really matter, and it's about other people. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the same uh, issue I have, like doing like fringes and doing my work, because it's like I don't feel like really shouting about my work all the time. It's just like, hey, here's some Bandcamp codes, you know, here's yeah. a freebie, you know. Yeah, but then it's it feels very easy when it comes to fringes, because it's just like I can just talk about other people's work all the time. Mm. People ask me, hey, can you describe your own work? Uh, it's weird but that that yeah. that brings up another interesting because for example the interview that i had with you a couple of months ago that was the first time i'd actually sat down and someone had actually sat down and asked me about my creative process and about that and that's that was a nice platform for me to be on because again that was happening for the first time right, right. and then uh, so that's more comfortable to me someone you reached out to me and said hey come on come on the show that kind of thing that's okay but when it's my platform and mm -hmm. it's my show i'm like I'll just leave my, I'll put me in the background. You know, mm -hmm. someone wants to come to me and they want to find out more. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about gear till the end of time. Right. But it's got to come from an external place in that regard, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. The, the yeah. shameless self-promotion is difficult for me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how other people do it. Other people will just talk about themselves nonstop. Not that I don't yeah. talk about myself because I think I'm pretty cool, but I don't know. Yeah. You guys are probably like, man, well, this guy's isn't it? It's easier to be honest about how you feel about other people's work than it is to be mm. about your own. I mean, we all try and do stuff we like, obviously, mm. but it's just, just easier to talk about other people. Definitely. Mm. I agree, much yes. Nicer. Yeah, much nicer. How can I serve, pay it forward, that kind of thing. Uh, mm. Sun Walker, where are you sitting with it? Mm. Uh, I guess he's in a different quite, world. Quite differently, you're in a different world, though. You're in a different world to us. I, I, I was gonna say though. I mean, I used to feel like that. I mean, I used to just look. At the, let's go to 2015 when I was making like weird post rock stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with weird post rock stuff. No, no, no. I, I it was. I loved making. It was like distorted guitars, like Siamese Dream from Smashing Pumpkins, mixed with like you know, the calm stuff and all that ambient things and stuff like that. But I would, when because it was really just Facebook at the time for me, but I would look at that post probably like for three days, like proofreading. I mean, it's like a little post, like here's my new song, blah, blah, blah. And I could not post it because I just hated the idea of like that. And I, I think for me personally, a lot of that was imposter syndrome and just like value, like my own value of my music and being, <laughs> is that the pupper? Yeah, there's something he wants to bark at. Let me. That's just... all right. We love dogs. Maybe the the other side of the screen doesn't, but but this side. <laughs> <laughs> <I> love dogs. <laughs> the, anyways, it was it was on my part. It was a lot of like imposter syndrome, and um, I don't know. I just I really wanted to be able to 
just share something and um mm-hmm. and yeah, i'm sorry i got distracted seeing yeah, bars yeah. needing to to go no worries but yeah i mean i i don't want to just post i don't like posting like here's a new song just for no reason mm-hmm. i like to have some sort of story behind it and then i really like to just post either tutorials or interesting things i'm doing like the latest video i did I was was using the bliss voices that we got for audio nautic i i made a full song using just my voice and seeing like can i make drums like how embarrassing can i get with this but also and 2014 me who took like four days to look at a facebook post would never even think of filming this beatboxing yeah it was so i mean i was literally in this video like god this is so embarrassing but I was like, no, I, I want to share this. Like, let's share the embarrassing part. Let's let's like show even with this crappy beatbox, you could turn it into these drums that are massive and can hit. And that's what I really like doing is sharing a story. I just see the dog coming, <laughs> sharing a story behind it. And um, I think that's what kind of got me over my imposter syndrome. And just like we all like Eon, like was saying about being our authentic self. That's what we have to offer. And that's mm. what helped me get over this imposter syndrome is knowing that I'm I'm all of my experiences and and lifetime put together, which is unique to just me. And so I have something to share. And if people want to watch it, if they don't, if they want to buy it, if they don't, I mean, it's mm. awesome when they do. And it means the world to me that they do. But, yeah. you know, I can't control whether they watch it or not. I just feel like I made something worth sharing and I want to just share it. And whoever wants to watch it is welcome to. Yeah, I mean, everyone makes value judgments, and like you say, they're going to do that anyway. You know, you do what you want to do, and yeah. hopefully, it finds a voice. It doesn't need to be a huge amount of people either. Just yeah. uh, is it one thousand true followers or ten thousand? Yeah, that's, yes. that's the thing. If you can find them, yeah. And them. and one other thing that has really changed my approach. Getting back, I guess we kind of all have slightly gone on a tangent into the more mm. like existential use of social media. But one thing that I found very helpful for social media and managing it realistically is setting on my iPhone time limits to how long you can, even for statistic things like Spotify for artists, YouTube uh, for artists, setting time limits on my Mm -hmm. iPhone and even the computer Mm -hmm. and stuff for how long I can be on it. So I can't just constantly check the stats if I even if I wanted to, but it's not good to because there's no point in it. But uh for social media too like i have 15 minutes a day spread across all the platforms to get what i need done so answer things post things do that and then i i mean yes you can click it and say give me 15 more minutes and like for dealing with uh, the patron groups and stuff sometimes i need to do that but it's worth it because it's awesome to talk with the patrons and all that but uh but it's it's like just another like the first thing i did when i was starting this was i put all of the social media apps and stats on the furthest page of my phone so i'd have to scroll three or four pages to get to it right so little difficulties to make me not want to go on it but then when i need to i can and then finally i did this time limit thing and that's just changed my whole approach to it because it's like i get this time and i can get it done and then if i have to do something i can go on the computer to do it but it's like these minor inconveniences that add up to kind of like become more of a healthy way of using these social media apps and things like that's that. That's the thing. It's a, it's a healthier relationship with it. Yeah. Irrespective mm. of the time, it's also the way that you're approaching it, isn't it? It's a discipline. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I'm sorry, Lars, really quick, I want to share uh, what a patron wrote in the text. Shady Ridge says, as a label owner, I do need to keep the social platform active to a point, but as artists, 
I have similar feelings like Lars. It's definitely a bit of work. Half the time you think you've wasted some time. Mm. Lars, you were going to say, but I thought that was a good way to segue it back to you. <laughs> uh, that, is a, that is a good point. So you were talking about like the uh, little the app or the setting where you can limit how much time that you have yeah. on social media, mm. but you can click the like, oh, give me another 15 minutes. Yeah. It give you like a little sense of shame or anything if you ever have to hit the extra 15 minutes or anything? Like, um, No, not really. Okay. I, I mean, maybe for someone that this is, I can only answer from my own like self of experience of it. But I mean, like, usually if I'm doing that, it's for a reason like, oh crap, I forgot to post this. That was supposed mm. to be done on this. Cause I try to post each thing like on all the social media in the same day. And I'll be like, oh, I forgot that. Or, oh, I should probably check like if there's a response or like if it's uh, like, something we're doing with patrons at the time or the patron chat is really lively. I'll be like, yeah, let me yeah. check a couple times to like, you know, keep up with the chat and, uh, and all that. So yeah. And I even do this with discord. I have a limit on the, so it's all those apps are the same 15 minute like timer. Oh, wow. So it's not the artist one that's its own. So I have like okay. all the artist analytics are its own 15 minutes and all the social media is its own 15 minutes. So discord, threads which doesn't really get open much facebook yeah. twitter and instagram linkedin whatever if i even use it but those are all in that 15 minute thing and so yeah yeah it just kind of sounds like uh, the way you're describing it is like oh it's like trying to quit smoking like oh i feel <laughs> i feel a little bad every time i have one but i keep doing it <laughs> no i i really don't like there's a it's just for me to not be on it for unnecessary reasons throughout the day. Cause I don't really think being on social media and just doing endless scrolling and stuff is the best use of my time when I could just be making music or yeah. I could be on an iPhone yeah. iOS app. That's like uh, King of FM, you know, the free audio kit app, like that making mm. music, like triggering, like working my brain and the neurons and firing those things or watching YouTube videos about music or something, you know, or, or one of my hobbies, something like that. Like, right. I feel like there's better uses of my time. And so I, I use, yeah social media for what I need to, for responding to comments, things like that. And then it's done. And then if I really need to, yeah, I can open it and do more, but it's like, it's just adding those little difficulties yeah, that I don't. The thing is when you're doing that, you're doing it consciously as well. And if you do decide yeah. to spend more time on it, it's a decision. It's yeah. not, you start not doing a habit it and you a, get uh, into it. And yeah, exactly. It's all just like, uh, this is what I'm planning to do. You're allowed to change your plans. You're allowed to <laughs> change your mind. Yeah. But at the I same it's time, like autonomy, it's right? Giving yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. I've, I've, oh. that's why I don't try to spend much time on Twitter anymore because I just start doing the doom scroll and it's like, oh, this yeah. is getting worse. Until you get rate limited, right? <laughs> I yeah. love the fact that I got rate limited. It's like, okay, cool. I can put this away now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm curious, chat, if you have any takes on this. I know we had a little bit from Survey Channel earlier and um, and Shady Ridge in there. But if anybody else has an opinion on this, where you're kind of how you're using social media and in the comments, if you're watching back, what is your way of using social media? Has anyone tried this limiting thing that I do? Mm -hmm. Am I crazy for doing it? I don't know. I, it's really helped me. And I'd be curious if anybody who watches this does try it. Let me know. Let us know uh, on if patrons. Let us know in the patron group if you try it. If anyone needs help setting it up, let me know. Just DM me on Twitter. or uh, It may take a day to see it, 
because I might be out of my 15 minutes, but I'll get back to you, I swear. <laughs> it's, it's a good way of doing it because, like, as you say, like the as as you do it full time and as you kind of limit it in your own way, you're, you're again, you're taking that control, you're using it as a tool. Um, it's a really good insight to have. Um, so, yeah, thank you for sharing that one. It also means you got to get it done in that time, right? It also means you got to get your, yeah, you got to get it done. So it's like you go there and you know what you're doing. Like, okay, I'm responding to comments. I've got five minutes for that. Not stress yourself out because you can always extend it. But it's like I got five minutes for this, ten minutes for that, you know, and I'm done. Boom. Yeah. Limitations. Cool. How many times have we said it? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Discipline. Discipline. Yeah. yeah um well thank you hopefully people listening back in the chat and on uh everyone watching back will see uh what or hopefully take something away from this as well uh that was the notion of this round robin is to kind of see where we're all at kind of with our social media um it's not as easy these days um what uh, two three years ago when we were starting audio nautic you know there was so many kind of like you know hacks and top tips for growing on instagram and that the the whole point of it was this is a tool in which you can grow and now it's not so easy especially within our niche and it's caused this divergence of uh, methodology of mindset of strategy of discipline and so it's, and it's okay every single one of them is okay every single one of them is valid and every single one of them is worth doing so mm. uh, it's good to share and see where everyone's at yeah and that's it for this. Before we go, I do want to ask everybody what we're all up to this week. So let's start with uh, Curtis because he wasn't here last week. So we know you're doing a live stream. Yeah. You may have mentioned it once or twice today, but uh, that's that's over on your channel at Curtis on YouTube, right? At what one forty-five? Uh, yeah, about fifty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, ten thirty my time. So what? That's twenty-one thirty UTC. Oh man, um, I can't do I can't do military time. It's uh, <laughs> twenty-one thirty. Um, love to tell you about that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, the yeah, I built that template about three, four weeks ago. Completely forgot what's in there. Gonna open it up. For the Ooh, first time. so it's, uh, I, this is literally. I have no idea what it is or what's going on. So That's is, exciting. Uh, and Ian, like, know, what do you have? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Curtis. No, no, no. That's it. I was gonna say. Just it's gonna be. That's it. There's no nothing. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. And Ian, like, what you got going on this week? Um, I'm still not working in the studio and taking little bits of it out onto my uh, play tray of the dining room table nice. and shouted at. Uh, <laughs> just, I'm finding it quite inspiring at the moment to just deep dive into individual instruments. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. I've got an EP coming together quite nicely yes. because of that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to just go with the flow from now on. That's perfect. And Lars, what about you? What's going on this week? Musically, so I actually have an album that I'm putting like the finishing touches on. I know a while back I made a video of me playing a one-string guitar. Mm -hmm. so I finally have an album based on that, and I'm putting all the little final bits on it, and that should be out in August. And then I'm well. Now there's your story for social media posting. Um, and then I'm also working on a little EP that I'm like trying to start right now because I'm going to have a whole month of September. Like I'm I'm going to be out in um, austere environments um, yeah. far away from all the stuff I love. It's great. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> then I hope to have this EP come out probably about like the week or so after I get back. So, okay. And then cool. aside from that, uh, reviews and 
cleaning my house because got two kids, always got to clean your house. Yeah. So, wait for it, son. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> no, it's coming fast. Yeah. What are you doing, Summer? <laughs> Let's see. So yeah. I finally got the live set announced that I'm doing over on my band camp. It's going to be four, all four, which no one's heard the fourth Forever Becoming track yet. It's written for this, but it's all four Forever Becoming tracks. And then I do some little like interludes, just like shredding on the guitar between them. But it's it's been really fun piecing it all together. And I shared some of the actual live set. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be doing my teeth, you know, biting the, the guitar. Oh, the it, it's clean guitar tones, though, so it sounds terrible when you do them. <laughs> but uh, but I, I showed the page. Well, I showed everyone actually last week on the live stream, the live setup with the DAW moving into the hardware. I got mm. it all working. I don't want to jinx it, but it has been working. So uh, all the patrons, you'll be getting an invite with the email that you gave through Patreon, it'll go, it'll be a Bandcamp invite to the live stream. It's going to be Sunday, the 23rd at 11 a.m. Pacific, which is the time that we do Audionautic Deep Space Network on Wednesdays, but it'll be on Sunday. Um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to make and um, it's meant a lot because all of these songs have been made during significant moments. Like get, right before I got married, I made the first two. Right when I found out I was having my first child, I wrote this third one and then the fourth one was in all of this. So it, it means a lot to me. So it's, it's been a very special set to build. So I just can't wait to share it with everybody. Yeah. He does awesome. first like he wants to do it twice. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone says they want to. So we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward the same to that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That live stream is going to be really fun. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, it's on your band camp, isn't it? So yeah. yeah so if you That's go to sunwarper.bandcamp.com you'll see it i think it's under the merch but it might be under live sets but it's there yeah. it's forever becoming one through four ambient live set that's what it's called so the sunday after is our patron hangout for july i believe the last yeah. sunday of the month correct yeah um it's been summer people have been away and doing things and so things keep moving around living so, lives um, yeah yeah living, living how lives dare lives get in the way of nerdy yeah. synth talk, right? This, this, yeah, it's, it's sacrilege. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's can't win long term. <laughs> it's not sustainable, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not sustainable. So, yeah, we, uh, that is our final piece of news. Uh, just a shout out to our patrons. Last Sunday of July, we'll all be there in Discord. Um, and if you listening back are not a patron and you want to get involved in some nerdy synth talk, come be a patron. It starts at $2 and it's great fun really good fun yeah. um imagine imagine this world where you start talking about arpeggiators and people don't roll their eyes no people actually know what it. you're talking about oh, they get excited for you they're like whoa <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do a three octave arpeggio on a synth <laughs> polyrhythms are plenty let's do this you know it's gonna be awesome uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the last thing too that i want to share is um we are getting very close to 500 likes follows whatever on our playlist curtis if you don't mind pulling it up i just want to share the uh, audionautic radio playlist it's the latest in independent chill electronic music if you've got something that you think might fit submit it to me on my socials or the audionautic twitter and we'll give it a listen and let you know but yeah it's been growing uh it's been doing really good just like everybody who keeps listening over on spotify and apple podcasts to our podcast like everything just keeps growing and it means the world to us to share these things with you and it, yeah the radio is the i guess 
I don't know, like us putting together, we grow in action. That's where we put mm -hmm. everybody's music and we can all listen to it and grow. So yeah, uh, if you want some that want to listen to this type of music and what we've got on there, check it out. Uh, you can find the link in the description. Awesome. Yeah, we're getting so, there though. We're almost at five hundred. Wow. Almost at five. And it was only it was only a couple of weeks ago when you sent a group to the Mandem and said, you know, we're close to four hundred. Yeah. And it's like it's, we're growing it's, exponentially. It's, we're growing. <laughs> it's beginning. It's beginning. Yeah, yeah. it's great fun. Um so yeah, thank you ever so much for everyone who's tuned in. Lars, wonderful to have you join us. Uh brilliant. Next time bring the one string. Yeah, yeah, I'm not letting you in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not playing it when I let you in, you're not in. There we oh, go. Okay. There we go. Oh, that's good. So, did you have to mic that? I'm assuming there's no pickup on it, right? There is no pickup. So, literally, I just took a uh, directional condenser mic and I just. So, let me see if I can adjust. Yeah, I got you zoomed in on the on the camera so we can show it. Yeah, literally, the whole album was just made with me like this, and the microphone is like literally sitting right here wow. in front of nice. me the whole time. And is it is it like melodic or is it noise type stuff, kind of in between? Some of column A, some of column B. Yeah. Any column C both. there too? You know, I always <laughs> got to keep it spicy. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, really, really fun Christmas gift one year that I actually managed to do something with. That's, that's great. Cool. Oh, no, and I, I, I think, I think you've really got. I mean, uh, the the art is what matters, but I think just in, to bring it back to this whole social media thing, like I think that's a really interesting story to share about this album like that's something very unique to it like it's a one string instrument you it's a did you build that did you say that actual thing or did you buy it no i did not build this one myself um my my mom and my sister actually went together on a, a christmas gift for me and they had it custom built by a guy who lives out in like shawnee oklahoma and just yeah. made nothing but these cigar box guitars of course. And guitars. That's, that's why not? awesome why but that's not? What it, but that's still like that's the story it's very interesting like i want to hear this just from you being like the, i made the whole album with this one string guitar i'm like i'm sold just give me yeah, that give thing. Me. so i think i think I just bring it, it back on private so right now so i'll send you guys some band camp codes so you can yeah that'd be before. great yeah i'm looking forward <laughs> to listening to it but i'm just saying like i to bring it back to this whole you know social media share i like if i saw that on twitter i'd be right away like if I saw, like made this whole album on a one string guitar you know and like maybe you do a video of you playing it like the one you said that got that you had done before like i'd be listening to that right away yeah. all right it's it did well on tiktok but i don't know tiktok is so fucking hit or tiktok miss, is crazy man tiktok is yeah it, the algorithm like the, the algorithm varies per video so it's it's very hit it's or chaotic. miss yeah very chaotic um, everything about it's chaotic my, yeah. my daughter will sit there and watch it for like hours and i'm like how is your brain not fried right now like I'm, i need to take your phone right now yeah we will be back uh next week uh back to full strength and we're back going through we got lots of stuff to go um any final words gents anything moving on no, I think no that's for it. me just a big thank you to anyone who's been listening yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I should say, unless we're not going to do it now, if we're if we've changed our minds, it, this all falls on Curtis because I'm, I'm putting it on him on the spot. This uh -oh. we said we were going to test out this episode that we were going to yes. unlist the live stream and then post it as a video to see how it does. Yes. Chat, patrons, uh, so Let us know your thoughts. But Curtis, what do you think? Where are you sitting? I think uh, 
Yeah, no, I think it's a good shout. Uh, you know, we're all about the experimentation here in this in a similar form to Threads, right? We kind of roll things out. We're gonna uh, rush this out. We're gonna rush this out. Get ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, uh, bring you along for the ride. Um, yeah, no, uh, we want to see. We just uh, uh, we want to just see what happens if we remove this live stream video, and then we take the recording of that and then post that as a video on YouTube. We know that the YouTube algorithms don't favor live streaming events. We know this. We want to test this. So we want to see if that's going. So yeah. that's what we thought about doing. That we started doing a month ago. We don't want to know. That's what we're planning to do. We want to know if that's something that you guys listening back would be interested in. So we test over the next couple of weeks and then yeah. report back to you. And I think this is a good episode to test because what we really want to test is how the algorithm works with this, you know, putting mm. something up because long form content that is a video compared to that's a live stream drastically differs in terms of life or shelf life, you know, and views uh -huh. and algorithmic recommendations. And so threads is being searched right now. So technically it's algorithmically relevant. And so uh -huh. I think this is a good episode to test it on. So we're going to give it a shot. So if you do see it pop up on your feeds, subscribers, open it, give it a like, watch a couple minutes. It, that is a key metric for the algorithm. If you'd yeah. like to help, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with more shenanigans and uh, some gear talk. Uh, thank you ever so much. Once again, yeah. lovely to hang out with everyone in the chat. Everyone, love you listening back. Love you. Appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Yeah. And maybe next week, real quick, Eon Lake can give us, he gave us a social media food. Now we need synths as food. So think about it, Eon Lake. And we'll figure it out. All right. All right. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next week.